0: Welcome friends, followers, and fellow book lovers, I'm excited to bring to you this new episode where I share with you another book that I've read. Some of the information in this episode is dated. For example, the old website is ironwill.net and the new website is turningleafs.com. Now on to the book review. Uh, This book is called Exposed, The Financial Matrix by a guy named Orrin Woodward. He's a New York Times bestselling author. He and his business partner, Chris Brady, have over 2 million books sold, if I remember the number correctly. Um, And Oren wrote this book to help people understand the financial system that we are living in. And he calls it the financial matrix. And what he does is, is he walks us through in this book, how um things are kind of structured right now in the world Uh, what what he opens with is you may have felt the financial system is rigged it is you may have felt the financial system is taking advantage of you it is you may have wondered if there is something you can do about it there is now he he has a couple chapters in here that he um he goes through uh and and goes into um debt and inflation compound interest he goes into money and fractional reserve banking central banks and the gold standard uh why the why how the financial matrix is kind of set up he also talks about money media management monopolies It also talks about the force matrix versus free markets. And um, he talks about the importance of the Declaration of Independence and the American Constitution, because it really set up um, freedom over force. And there there's there's a ton of information in this book. Uh, as I was getting my haircut today I was talking to my barber who I gave a copy of um, of this book to to read and he he said he went through the first chapter and he was like whoa and he went back and he um reread it so that he could take notes and kind of look things up um, which if you're reading a book if you're if you're taking the time to sit down with something um that's Weightier than than a novel, uh, you know. You, I definitely recommend that you do that. You get in and you um, take notes. I write in my margins. Um, I underline. I star. Uh, highlighters. Wh- whatever it is that helps you um, call out information that you deem is important to you. Now, what what he goes through. It also is a little bit of um, detail about uh, money in the American uh, system and and really that's the big focus because it's something that Warren is very familiar with he studied um, the US dollar over time uh, looking back over history looking at numbers Uh, he's a systems engineer by training um, and so he looks at a lot of things very systematically and um, as some would say even logically okay and so what what expose does is it helps the use the reader the user ha so used to working in the computer world um, <laughs> what he does is he He gets into why um, things are the way they are and one of the things that he talks about is how a central bank is not good for any country Um, and how debt is the crutch that crushes households companies and economies Um, in this case, one of the things he teaches us about is how the, um, the U.S. dollar is what's called a fiat currency. Meaning that it's money by mandate. That it's by law that you have to use it for all legal debts. Things like that. Um, I guess to give a little background too why he calls it the financial matrix is that in world history, he sees that, Orrin sees three different matrices. The first one is slavery. Physical control over physical people. And that is uh, a system that we know is not right. um, That it is evil. That it is uh, despicable the practice, and should be done away with entirely across the world. Uh, thankfully, throughout uh, the Western world, that it came about. Uh, there was a stint, of course, in America where it was permitted again, but thankfully, the, the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution were structured in a way that those truths could could eventually work on the better natures our better natures and help change those things um so slavery is that control over the individual person next we have feudalism or as um as oran calls it he calls it uh uh oh my goodness land the land matrix or uh, control of the land in the feudal system the the people worked the land for the lord and lady gave uh, i believe it was 50 percent of their their harvest their their flock to the lord of the land and so they were able to they were able to then still control the production of the people the last is is finance is money and what, what we, what Oren talks about is, is we are blind to it. Like in the movie, The Matrix, we are born into a financial system that is broken. Um, When I was born, it was already broken. And what Oren, what Oren helps us to understand is that from 1913 to 1971, steps were taken to weaken and to... Take value out of the U.S. dollar, um, and because the U.S. dollar was the uh, the um, the world reserve currency after World War II, it then took that money out of all of um, that value out of all of the other currencies and made them all fiat um, to some degree. So, but he walks through and he teaches about about interest, about debt about how uh, compounding interest works. And he talks about um, what is being practiced today, which is called fractional reserve banking. Um, And and this is um, where a bank is allowed to loan out, one, money it doesn't have, and two, multiples of a deposit so i think the i think the example that he uses in the book is that if you deposit um a hundred thousand dollars in your bank account the bank can then make either several hundred thousand dollar loans or one million dollar loan and he walks through um how that system works and how it is um, detrimental to you and I, who go out and put in labor, sweat, equity, if you will, to bring home our pay, and then we pay back that nothing, essentially. Um, there is a a. Uh, There was a court case, I want to say in the 60s, um, where the, uh, the bank manager was asked, so if I opened up a bank today, how could I lend any money out to to people coming to me for a loan? And the bank manager admitted that they make it up out of thin air which is pretty startling when you start to understand how the, the Financial Reserve works, how the U.S. Treasury works, how they work in conjunction with the U.S. Treasury, and how that cycle is not good for, for us. Um, it is known that the U.S. dollar has declined over time. Uh, from 1913, the institution of the, the, fe, the Federal Reserve which is um, a private corporation, not a federal organization. And um, if the research that Orn and other people have done is correct, there are also no reserves, no hard assets, gold or silver, to back the printing of all of this money, which is another is another thing that makes it a fiat currency. There's no... The, the true value of it is zero because there's no nothing behind it to back it up. Now, you might be thinking, well, why does it have to have gold and silver behind it? Gold and silver has been money for like 25, uh, no, 2,500. It's been standardized money for like 2,500 years. It's been used in barter and trade for like 5000 years as a store of value which is essentially the earliest forms of money um he goes into into uh, printing he goes into the the how how things work how how like in the detail it it's too much for me to even try to cover uh, in, in the limited time that we have here um he provides diagrams and charts to really help the the reader visualize and see what he's talking about and understand the the concepts that he's trying to to teach and and provide us the information on um he talks of so one of the things that that the financial matrix does is it it follows the um the angel adage that um absolute power corrupts absolutely and when you look at how things are that makes sense let me give you a prime example uh I lost my house in my wife and I lost our house in twenty fifteen we made some bad decisions We didn't understand, honestly, we did not understand how things worked. We thought there were some protections in place that were not, and so we paid that price. Um, Well, what I learned going through that process is because it was a federally backed loan, the uh, holder of the mortgage would because we defaulted would be paid the full value of the loan and then they could turn around and sell the house. They got paid twice for a house. Um, there's a lot of other things that go on in the financial system and that punishes you and I Part of, part of it is because we don't get financial education in our schools, uh, and I, I don't mean accounting. I don't mean business math. I mean real education about the importance of hard money, about the importance of not printing, the importance of not trying to control the the economy and letting the economy run on its own. Um, We can see how he points out how the absolute power of the financial matrix has pulled in all types of media, which if I remember correctly in the US, most media, most TV, radio, uh, news, um, newspapers are all conglomerated under like six or seven companies. We can look at the education system it's designed and structured in a certain way where we aren't taught things um you have religions that are supporting the financial matrix you have um charitable foundations you have um corporations that continue to pull others underneath them um So, one of the quotes in this book on page one eleven is Bernays, who, um, sorry, hold on, he's a father of public, rela- father of public relations, and the nephew of Sigmund Freud said that um, that you control the masses through subconscious manipulations, okay, and that's through the information you give information you keep that you don't share the spin that is put on the information that's that's put out there and it really goes to show or i should say he really tries to show in this book like how that works how it all works how it ties together and what that means for for us Um, the free market the the absolute free market which which has not been practiced in the United States in a long time Um, there are a few company countries where there is a bit of a free market and some things are completely um, open to the free market controls we can look at things like um, um, going back to the chart here um, cell phones and some software packages tvs some household furnishings some things have gone down in price because there's real competition um college textbooks college tuition has gone up uh he says over 160 percent. it looks like so there are some things that have increased exponentially massively you know one of the things i've learned from following Ornn and, and studying things that he teaches about finances. Is that in the 70s, the average person could go to work and pay for college. And incomes were a lot lower down back in the 70s than they are today. And a person could go get a college degree if they wanted to. A person could buy a house and pay it off in fewer years than it takes now most people saved up uh, um to buy their car uh most people you know saved up to put the deposit down on their house uh and, and a lot of times today that's not the case there are you know zero down mortgages um and there are some tools that are available to the public, the people, that are designed to hurt us more than they really help us. I think we can see from the housing crash that the stuff that was going on um, really, some of that stuff really is reflected in our culture. Um, And it's something that you should learn about on your own um the big short is a great book that goes into that and tells some of that story um so what he says in chapter five is that nearly every great advance in history has occurred when human beings broke free from the ruling matrices of control in these brief moments we catch a glimpse of how sweet freedom is when it blossoms into life liberty and the security of private property ownership for individuals is infinitely valuable and worthy of our pursuit so essentially um really as the feudal system broke up um we had people moving into cities starting to specialize in different jobs and so what that caused is it caused a huge amount of growth in the number of people the economy all these different things so one of the things that Warren really teaches that i absolutely love in this book is the golden rule of philosophy and this is uh, he calls the ethical path um or institutionalized justice of production from people whose life liberty and property are protected when united states was set up um there were some forces trying to Uh, force us into a financial matrix Um, we did have the first and second bank of the United States but what the what the golden rule philosophy is is that private property is protected and life and Liberty are also secure under that because people are able to to work and save and actually actually produce money it's not stripped from them by heavy taxes by fees by regulation all these different things that are are heaped upon the american people um all right so Really, what you need to understand is that if you have seen things in the world of finance, if you have seen things in housing, um, which is part of finance, if you see things in the media that don't seem right, um, get a hold of me and get you a copy of the book. Um, it is available exclusively right now um, through our partnership with, with Life. Uh, who Warren is the... Uh, oh he's one of the founders he's the chairman of, he's a chair that's the word he's the chairman of the board I was trying to think what he is um of that company and this is written in part for for us partners that people that partner with the company but also for other people to to read and learn and understand that the golden rule philosophy the financial matrix that these things are real And and as I've studied finance from Warren, as I've studied um, the things that Warren and Chris teach in their Forty Seven Principles financial fitness book, uh, I see very I see much more clearly than I did before. Um, And when I see things that used to not make sense, and I see them again, I can see how that ties in um to the financial matrix so uh, there's no way i can i can really go through this book in depth um i will tell you you want a copy of this book um because it will teach you things and help you understand more about the financial system that we live in and why it is not it's not good for creativity it's not good for freedom it's not good for liberty you know um it used to be that when you bought property that you owned it and now we pay property taxes on things into perpetuity whole other story Another another thing that Warren teaches about in this book. My friends, thank you for joining me tonight. Thank you for listening to this episode. You can connect with me at turningleafs.com, L-E-A-F-S.com, where you will find my social media links in the footer on the page. If you're looking for someone to help you level up your leadership and people skills, that's what I do at Turning Leaf Solutions. You can connect with me on the website and book a free consultation from there. My friends, I hope that you go out and make it a great day, and I hope you go out and make it a great month.